Hello and welcome to the In Their 20s talk show, a talk show where we interview the most influential people to give you the best advice in your 20s. Make sure you are hitting that follow button on Spotify to get notified when a new episode is released. As always, this series is hosted by Michael Holmes and Landon Campbell, and we have a very special guest today. Tim Hardaway Sr. Tim Hardaway is a NBA legend, being selected to the All-Star team five times and a gold Olympic medalist in 2000. Tim was drafted to the Golden State Warriors in 1989, where he started his legendary career in the NBA and played against many greats such as Michael Jordan, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, and many more. This is a very exciting interview, so let's go ahead and jump right in. There we hey, go. Young. How you doing? I'm I was having with you. Oh, we're chilling. We're in Chicago. Uh, pretty rainy weather today. But how Same you here. Same here. Uh, where are you at? I'm in West Bloomfield, Michigan. Got you. Okay. So um, you're really close. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, Tim, again, uh, before we jump into the questions, just want to thank you again for taking time out of your day. I know you're getting a lot of, you know, interviews. Everybody wants to hear about what you're up to, what you're doing. And again, just thank you for taking the time to speak with us on this web series. Um, so pretty much, um, Michael and I, we developed this a few months ago. At the beginning of the pandemic, there was just a lot of sadness, you know, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of job offers were getting rejected. We just wanted to be able to put out, you know, good content. We wanted to put out inspirational content. Uh, so what we're doing, we're interviewing a bunch of influential people to talk about what they were doing in their 20s. Um, so we have you now. We just interviewed Beto O'Rourke a few weeks okay. ago, who ran for president. Uh, we have, you know, former head chef at McDonald's. We have a lot of business executives uh, from different companies. Um, and we're just, you know, really happy. This has been, you know, building quickly. I mean, in the past few weeks and months, but people are really loving the videos. Um, it's just something to make them smile. And then also it's just that good advice that people are craving now. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Just help them out, man. It's like, like you said, it's a lot of people out here just sad and yep. need help and need just guidance and need some, some comfort. 100%. Um, so Tim, we're going to be getting down and, you know, we're going to go through your career. We're going to go through everything. Um, but we're really excited to start with your college days. You know, you, you created that UTEP two-step. Um, obviously, you know, had a hell of a career. Um, but let's talk about, again, like the college days. So what advice do you have for student athletes? Oh, man. You know, that's a great question. I, and I always love at answering those questions. Um, I think student athletes, especially football and basketball, um, baseball, you come out in high school and, 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 and go to the um, major league baseball and play in major leagues right away um, because they, they system is set up differently. But um, in basketball and football, I advise student athletes, just take your time. Patience is a virtue. Um, you know, I look at some of these kids, they want to come out early. I understand they need the money. I understand they need the money, but you know, getting your education is, 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 is valuable. And if you leave out after your first year and say you don't make it, you go to the G League, you go overseas, you live in a dream, but you're not living your dream that you could have lived if you stayed and worked on your game. And um, understood how to get better and, um, and mature as an athlete. And, you know, a prime example, myself, Shane Battier, 
Um, he went to school four years. He could have came out after his second year, but he loved school. He wanted to go to school. He wanted to get his degree. And he, um, he loved, you know, playing for Coach K. And you got to love playing for your coach. You got to love the institution that you go to. And, um, you know, you, I just tell people, just patience, 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 and it will work out for you. Um, but they want to go there quick. They want to get there quick. And sometimes getting there quick is not the best for you. And, and people have to learn in time because when you get to the NBA, you got to be patient. You may not play that first year. You may not play that second year. But you have to be patient and, and, and what you need to work on to get better, to become that stud athlete. And while you're doing that, you get your degree and you can leave, live free. I tell them you can live free in college. You don't have no bills. If you have bills, you know, the school is already paying those bills for you because you get stiflings for um, living off campus. So it's a lot of things that go into that, but I advise them to stay in school and be patient. And I understand, you know, they come out, and unless you, you know, first pick, second pick, third pick, you know, don't take that chance on being, um, you know, that, that lottery pick because sometimes you might slide. So I just tell them patience and go to school and get that education. Tim, I love that advice. Really important advice. And then also, I just want to point out that that doesn't just have to apply to sports. You know, you're really talking about the key of patience. Uh, patience is a virtue and it's a really important life skill to recognize where, I mean, you know, a lot of people, once they see like that, you know, early opportunity, they want to jump into it and rush into it. And a lot of times they might not be ready for that. Um, but you're a prime example. You know, you spent the four years um, at college, you know, really developed your game, um, got a lot of recognition, and then, of course, you know, had a wonderful career. So now we're going to jump to 89. That's when you were drafted into the NBA. First round, 14th pick, um, and obviously amazing things happened um, yeah. and have that been happening since. Um, can you talk to us about your transition from college to the NBA, a professional environment like that? Um, when, I, when I was coming up, um, you know, I was I, I was always ahead of my time. I I would always talk to older people. I always play against older people. I always played against NBA guys when I was in college. So when I got to the NBA, playing with NBA people wasn't like I was overwhelmed. Okay, I was I was overwhelmed by playing against Magic. I was overwhelmed by playing against Michael. You know, I was overwhelmed by playing against these guys but I wasn't overwhelmed by playing in the NBA because I used to play against NBA ball players all the time. But moving to a different city, Oakland, California, and being by myself, you know, not there's, you know, being at college, you know, you got you got the it's like a college family. But when you're in the NBA, you really are by yourself. You know, these other guys, they got families, they got girls, they got um, kids, you know, and they got to spend time with them and you don't want to invade their privacy. So it wasn't a struggle, but it was a struggle because I was living so far away from home. I'm, I'm from Chicago. I'm living in Oakland in the Bay Area, San Francisco. So it, it, it was um, um, living in a big city wasn't you know, I knew about living in a big city, what to do, what not to do, where to go, where not to go. But, um, you know, you just got to choose your friends wisely, got to choose them. 
um, you know, that who going to be your friends and understand that, you know, they're going to be there through thick and thin. And it took me a while to, to find friends like that. And I still, you know, am friends with them. I still talk to them. I still uh, communicate with them in Oakland. And, um, but yeah, it, it was, it was, it wasn't a tough transition on the basketball court, but off the basketball court, it was definitely a tough transition because uh, I had so much free time, man. You know, I, I mean, after two and a half hour of practice, we done at one o'clock. I got from one until the next morning to go to practice. You know, I'm just free. So I'm like, you know, what to do, what not to do, where to go. If I want to go explore a little bit of Oakland, because, you know, back then, Oakland was kind of treacherous back then, you know, in the 80s. And um, so it was like, you know, I just, I just, I just had a good sense of, of, of people and um, understood, you know, not to fall into traps that other people fell into because I was from Chicago. But, man, it, 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 it was a big transition. Well, yeah, that does seem like it'd be a struggle moving from a city and just having no friends, no family. It's, it's really amazing that you were able to overcome that, especially, as you said, I didn't know there was so much free time involved after practice, just having to go home and not really knowing what to do in a brand new city. So that's, that's pretty amazing. And you had mentioned that you had played against some like Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, obviously. Who would you say is the greatest competitor you'd ever played against in the NBA? Um, no question. The greatest competitor I ever played against was Michael Jordan. You know, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen uh, was the greatest competitor. You know, um, Gary Payton. Yeah, those three were, 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 were relentless in going out there and playing hard. Oh, John Stockton and, and, and Carl Malone, of course. Um, you know, they, they was just relentless out there. Relentless, relentless. They they gave a chance. They gave their team a chance to win each and every night. And you know, you had to bring it each and every night against that team. So, um, yeah, those those four. I think that I think to me was the greatest competitors I ever played against. Was it intimidating at that time to go up a team like the Bulls? Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna tell you this. The first time. We played against the Bulls um, because I played against Michael Jordan in the summer. So that's not the Bulls. That's Michael Jordan. He, he with a group of guys playing, and we playing, um, you know, uh, uh, basketball. But when he gets with his team, you know, you got to get team-oriented. You, you have to play against the world champion Chicago Bulls. So it was like um, – it was it, it it was somewhat intimidating because I, I'm from Chicago and I wanted to put a good showing together for my guys, my family, you know, my my um my friends in Chicago, so they won't have bragging rights against me. But it it it, it, was, it was my first time playing against him, playing against uh, the Chicago Bulls, playing against Magic Johnson in the great Western form back then. Um, it was intimidating, and it was um, – I was in awe. You know, I, I'm like, you know, damn. You know, I, I made it. I, I'm here for real. You know, I'm in the NBA playing for real. And um, – um, but after you get over those jitters after the first game or the first quarter, you got to snap out of it and just play, and that's what I did. Yeah, and you, so you had this very historic career, obviously, and 
if you were able to go back and do it all again, is there anything you would do differently? Or would you just do it all the same? You think you had everything, uh, you were doing everything great. You know what? Everybody say they, they would do something differently. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely would go back and do some things differently. But other than that, I mean, they small, minor things. But other than that, no, I wouldn't do nothing differently. I mean, if my career played out the way it's supposed to have played out, um, I did things out there that, that I'm very, very, very proud of. And my team is proud of, of, of me doing it. But the organization is proud of and then, you know, we carried ourselves very well. So, um, no, I, I mean, no, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do nothing differently. Love that, Tim. Um, and our last question for you now um, is about your son, uh, Tim Jr. Currently at the end of his 20s, um, plays for the Dallas Mavericks. He's killing it in the NBA, uh, following in his father's footsteps. Um, what advice have you given to your son um, as he's been in his 20s? Well, first of all, when you say at the end of his 20s, I'm like, wow, you know what? <laughs> I didn't even realize that. You know, I'm, I'm just looking at his career. This is his seventh year in the NBA. And it, you're right. He, he's at the end of his 20s. But um, um, I always tell him, don't never, ever, ever let nobody take your confidence away from you. That's all you got out there on the basketball court is your confidence and your heart. Don't never let nobody take your confidence and your heart away, all right? Go out there and play with the best and play hard and always leave it out on the court. But, you know, somebody talking trash to you, feel that fire. Make it feel that fire and you go at them. I know you didn't grow up talking smack. I grew up talking smack. So if I'm talking smack back and forth, I can handle it. I go back at you talking and I can do it. Let your play do the talking. Go out there and bust a butt. You know, I don't say butt. You know, I say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but go out there and bust a butt. Go out there and show them, look, man, you're not going to be talking to me this way. I'm going to come out here and, and, and scorch you. And, and that's how you get back at them. And um, off the court, I said, just take care of your money. Um, take care of your mom, um, you know, and, and, and live life to the fullest. And you know, down the line, you know, starting now, we starting to get into, um, you know, it's coming not to the end. I think he got another seven, eight more years to play. But, you know, when it gets down to that three-year mark where he's, you know, thinking about retiring or four-year mark, that's when we got to start looking at what you want to do after basketball. Because he's going to be 38, you know, 39. He's still going to be in the prime of his life. And, you know, what, what do you want to truly do after basketball? You know, what business do you want after basketball? And that's what, you know, I'm, I'm putting in his head now. You know, he came to me one day and said, Dad, you know what we need to talk about? I've been thinking about that. You know, I'm like, okay. So next time, you know, I go down to Miami, I'm going to start talking to him about it. And we gonna, I'm going to jot some stuff down. So I give to him and, you know, so we can talk about it because, um, it is life after basketball, and you have to live life um, in a way where um, it's no more basketball. You know, that's, that's it, you know. So you got to live a different lifestyle, and you got to live a different way. So um, that's what we're talking about, and that's what I talk to him about. But I'd say I, 
And he, you know, sometimes he calls me and say, Dad, what am I doing wrong? I said, well, you know, and I give him an example. You know, you should have done that or you, sh you had him this way and you didn't dunk on him um, or you didn't shoot the ball. You remember you didn't shoot the ball? Yeah, but I was off. I'm like, forget that, man. Shoot, you a shooter. Shoot the basketball. So yeah. it's just stuff like that that we talk about. And, um, um, but we have a lot of fun with one another and um, talk about other guys and stuff like that. But, yeah, that, that's what we talk about. But it, it's, it's mainly now. It's um, um, talking about his career after basketball. I love that, uh, you know, he calls you often for that advice. Uh, Junior's really lucky to have you and Yolanda as, you know, amazing parents. Um, I loved your point about, you know, having a game plan also. I mean, you could be, you know, really situated doing something in the present, uh, doing it well, you know, you're a rock star at that, but you always need to be focused on what's happening after. Uh, and that's strategy. That's a game plan. I also love the uh, confidence that you've instilled into him. I mean, that's really strong. And I will say, I mean, you know, he, he does pull up. I mean, he's a really, really good shooter. I remember oh, yeah. watching um, when he first came into the league, you know, they, uh, during All-Star Weekend, they have like that freshman, sophomore yeah. uh, game. Yeah. And remember that back and forth he went? He was like pulling up from half court. Like, him that and was, the uh, Raiders. Yeah, him yeah, and yeah. the Raiders. Yep, yep, yep. He, I like he's, that. He's a, yeah, he's a stone cold shooter. Um, and I know that he's really uh, – Appreciates having you as a father, so that's amazing. Yeah, and I, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, like, um, like you all, you know, Landon, like you all, you all gotta have the confidence to do what you all are doing right now. And you know, I, I'm quite sure it's some type of negativity from some people because they, you know, as they call it haters. Mm -hmm. You know, people hate on people, but you have to, like, like my mom used to tell me. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but names and words will never hurt you. Mm -hmm. And if you true to yourself and you understand yourself and understand that you can do and you believe in you, then you can take your career to another level. And that's what I like about you all. I, you know, you look, both of you all look like you all believe in this, what y'all doing now. And y'all gonna take it to another level, and and, and y'all very interested in, in doing that. So I, I I could tell like by looking at you all, by the questions you you um asking, and how mature y'all look too. I'm just I'm when I when I see you now, I'm just amazed at how you know mature, very mature you are, and and and, and doing this podcast and everything. That's great. I'm I'm very happy and excited for you all. Tim, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much. Um, you know, Michael and I really, really appreciate hearing that. It means a lot coming from you. Um, and you're right, you know, we really, uh, Michael and I, you know, when we came up with this idea, we had a solid mission and we've stuck with it ever since. We just want to help people out, we want to inspire them. Um, and of course, you know, we've been privileged to speak with amazing people like you. Uh, we're even, you know, being inspired every day doing this. You know, this is amazing what advice that Michael and I get to now take. And, have and we just want to be able to scale it we think everybody deserves amazing advice so thank exactly. you for seeing that and appreciating that yeah and Tim, yeah we we really we can't thank you enough for uh being on today we we really have been trying to get people from all different kinds of industries so we've we haven't had an athlete on yet so this is great advice because there's tons of athletes in college that you know might not know what to do and i think it's really impactful that you said you still you know you might be this amazing athlete but you said you should still take your time, have patience, and focus on your education. Because when it comes to your son leaving the NBA in, you know, eight or nine years, 
you got to do something and that knowledge is going to help you uh, really create that after athletics life. So I, th I thought that was really impactful. Correct. Correct. No question about that. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Tim, again, thank you so much for the time. Um, you know, shorter than 30 minutes, like it was promised. And again, just thank you. And, and I want to tell you this, if y'all ever need me to, um, you know, help you out with getting somebody or talking to somebody, get somebody on, um, don't hesitate. You just, you know, you got my number, you got my email. Um, don't hesitate. Let me know. And I give them a buzz. Tell them, come on. Thank you for listening to the In Their 20s talk show. For a full video version, please visit our YouTube channel. And for more information about Tim Hardaway Sr., please visit our website at inther20s.com.